I'm Martin. And I'm Anika. Welcome to the third episode of Are We There Yet? and part two of our Spotlight on Diversity in College. Following recent events at Yale and Mizzou, and seeing how much people had to say about this topic, we decided to split the single episode we had planned into two parts. After focusing on racial diversity in our previous episode, we now want to talk about diversity in a more general sense and explore its complexities. Diversity can be a bit of a buzzword, but it goes far beyond just region or race. So we asked Penn students about the different things they actually think about when they hear the word diversity. When I think of diversity, I think of cultural diversity, diversity in people, and a diversity in skill sets, as in knowing how to do a great deal of things. When I think of diversity, the first thing that comes to mind is like definitely sort of how people interact and like people sharing a space more than a physical space, also like like an emotional, spiritual, or intellectual one in which like they exchange ideas and rather than like being together but isolated in their ways of thinking or acting, they're interacting with one another and like learning and constantly like growing. Uh, oftentimes diversity is defined by like race, sexual orientation, gender, um, but I think diversity is more than that. I think there's different personality types and it is oftentimes shaped by those very rigid things like gender, race, and sexual orientation, but I see diversity as personality types more so, um, interests, and just people who they are, not so much like what they were born as. Today we're going to kick off our discussion on diversity by introducing our newest guest, Sandy Tang. Sandy was involved in creating a diversity assembly at our high school, and she has a lot of insight to offer about the topic at Penn. Hi, thanks for having me. We're glad to have you, Sandy. Um, as we start off, I just, you know, you come from the Philadelphia area, and I just want to say, like, you know, immediately coming to Penn, what was your first thought when you came into contact with the diversity at Penn? I think the diversity at Penn is really shocking to me. Um, I've heard that Penn is the most diverse Ivy, but the kind of diversity that I'm used to is not necessarily found here. For example, just racially, um, I come from a really diverse high school where there's actually whites were the minority, and then there was a lot of representation from a lot of different countries. There were people from 180 countries at my high school, so I guess that's a luxury. Wow. That Yeah, that's a luxury that I grew up with. But aside from that, I just think there's more diversity when it comes to like socioeconomic status. Yeah. There are also a lot of international students at Penn. Um, apparently, 12% of the class of 2019 are international students. And Anika, you said that 30% of Wharton students are international this year. We hold a lot of ideas of what it is like to be a college student or the kind of other people we might encounter. And coming to Penn, it really hits you all of a sudden that there are so many people from so many different places. Yeah. It, I think that it's a really big culture shock, especially for students coming from other countries. I agree. I mean, if you think about the fact that college itself is a huge cultural change, we suddenly have to deal with so many adult things that we never had to deal with, and just the system of always living with other people. If you add coming to a new country on top of all of that, I think it can be a huge shock for many people. I think one of the biggest shocks people can experience is a transition from the type of place they live, such as um, urban versus suburban versus rural. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you know, coming here, I was first tempted to tell people I'm from 
the city of Chicago because that's the biggest city from nearby where I live. But I realized my experience growing up was probably more similar to people living in suburbs of different cities than perhaps what um, it might have been in Chicago. I don't know, Sandy, you grew up in the city, so I'd kind of like to hear what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who say that they're from Philadelphia and too, and similarly, they're actually from the suburbs uh, surrounding Philadelphia. And I think um, the way of living is definitely very, very different. I think it's much more fast-paced here. In addition to having so many cultures here and so many things to do, there's also um, a sense of not being as safe as the surrounding suburbs. So there's definitely, I feel like, a kind of risk that I see people taking by coming into the city from in a suburban area. How do you think Penn does or doesn't integrate itself with the rest of the city? I think Penn tries to integrate itself uh, into West Philadelphia through various like tutoring projects or like community service uh, ideals, but I don't really think that Penn itself as an institution is really connected to the neighborhoods surrounding it. And I think this is a theme we'll see like throughout our podcast, but it's easy to get caught up in all the schoolwork and the day-to-day struggles that a lot of the times we forget about just the kind of things that are around us. I think we fall into a lot of different groups, you know, aside from just being a student, we're also residents of this new city. And I guess as we consider this topic of diversity, I think it's interesting to also consider all the different roles we play other than just student or just the particular race or background that we come from. Yeah, there are a lot of factors that play into how we form our identity. There's a concept of intersectionality where different identities that you hold um, interact in unique ways to create um, unique perspectives. Sandy, what kind of labels do you think you fall into? I think I fall under an assortment of labels. I am a Philadelphia native, I'm a Penn student, an engineering student, I am queer and Asian and also low income. I think what's interesting is that just by creating all these categories of people, it sort of influences how we think of ourselves. In my anthropology class, we've discussed a term It's called dynamic nominalism, and it basically means that when we come up with new labels for people, it changes the way that they think about themselves. Just creating a label creates a new type of person. Like it solidifies that sense of identity? Like it's almost as if that person couldn't have existed without the label first existing. And we normally think about that process happening the other way around. I think the act of claiming that label is even more powerful than the act of um, labeling someone with it because that's how you assume identity. I think it could very much go two different ways when one labels themselves. I think that it could be a very empowering kind of experience to own a piece of your identity and to also find solidarity from the people around you. But at the same time, I personally believe that if you tell somebody what they are, that can very much shape the way that they behave also. So that could be either empowering or also taking away the autonomy from somebody else by labeling them. In terms of how that works at Penn, I guess I'm interested in hearing from you and just your experiences how you think like the administration has done in you know, providing resources for students coming from diverse backgrounds. First of all, I personally feel that the cultural spaces on campus are 
not physically not enough. I know that Patch and Maku and La Casa Latina all have a space in the basement of Arch, but I feel like in representing the different kind of backgrounds that we come from, those spaces are not actually enough to encompass that kind of need. And I personally feel like there aren't enough resources or discussions regarding other forms of diversity on campus. Particularly in my case, I feel like being low income at Penn comes with an array of challenges that I feel like are not being dealt with by the university. For example, uh, just learning about resources on campus, such as study abroad, I wouldn't have known that I could qualify for that because I didn't think I could afford it. But in reality, there's actually financial aid for something like that. I feel like the issue at Penn is definitely not a lack of resources, but rather publicizing it and using it in the right way to empower students because these kind of resources are very new to me as a first-generation student, and it's not always easy for everybody to navigate the resources that are here at Penn. Not everybody has the kind of network to teach them to, in order to do that. So from what you're saying, I feel like it's more of a matter of accessibility and awareness than resources. Definitely. I mean, it's easy for the administration to just admit a quote-unquote diverse student body, but I think what's more important than just that first step is making sure that we follow up on that diversity and making sure that everyone feels like they have a place at Penn. I feel like attempts to integrate diversity or making diversity a priority on campus should not necessarily be a surface kind of technique. Like, there needs to be long-running efforts to instill these ideas in Penn's culture. For instance, publicizing cultural studies it's been really wonderful to hear all the different things you've had to say about our topic, Sandy. Over the past two weeks, we've had a chance to address a wide variety of diversity issues. And as this topic sort of comes to a close, we'll try to emphasize why this discussion has been important and how this conversation about diversity could continue into the future. Diversity is such an inherently complex issue, and I feel that it's important to recognize how diversity works on multiple levels at the same time. Yeah, from all these different identities that I have, it's hard to find a space where I can talk about these issues and be heard and even more rarely be understood. Diversity goes beyond just admitting a class with people from around the world and from different racial and socioeconomic backgrounds. It's our job as students and the responsibility of administrators to foster an environment where all these different people can come together. I wonder how much our class has really striven to come together. Are we there yet? <laughs>